What is going on, everyone? I hope you guys are having a great week so far. This is episode four of Keeping It Real with Kiesel, and this week we're talking about relationships. Uh, this is a topic that I've been waiting uh, to discuss. Um, I think it's interesting. I think relationships are interesting, right? You're getting involved with somebody else, you know, whether boyfriend, girlfriend, fiance, or been married for years. I think all it's interesting, right? And I and I love being able to dive into the relationship aspect of it because there's so much that goes into it, right? I feel as though that you when you see those people that have been married for 25 plus years, right? They're doing something right. And I think at the end of the day, that's where most of us want to get to. You know, we're at a point where we want to be in that marriage or that relationship for the long haul. We're not there for the the short term. You know, I think one of the biggest things about being in a relationship is finding that person, right? And you're finding that that perfect person for you. It's not what you see on social media. It's not what you see on commercials. It's not the celebrity Um, relationships right we're talking about real world everyday people and how um, two separate people have to come together now before we even really dive into relationships right I think one of the biggest things is having to take care of yourself right because I honestly believe that you can't take care of someone else until you take care of yourself first Right, and that comes into a lot of different aspects of life. I'm talking about mentally, physically, psychologically, um, emotionally, um, and also career-wise. Right, I think all those things need to be in play um, and have to be set in stone. And there's a there's a trend there before that person walks into your life. Um, because at the end of the day, I feel though, and I've talked to people that are, you know, they want to be in a relationship and they want to find that person, but there's so many things within their life that they're not taking care of yet. And I personally believe if all those avenues are covered, right, and you're taking care of yourself and your finances are in order, um, you know, you're living on your own, you're doing everything that you need for yourself, you're independent on so many different uh, aspects of your life I think and I believe that the right person will come along right and I think one of the biggest things is as a person you know if you have your own issues whether it's insecurities right doubt anxiety uh, things like that those are all things that sometimes hurt a relationship it takes a special person to understand you know you know those things and be able to help that person gate through them as much as possible right and you can't pawn off your own issues onto someone else looking for them to fix it because that's not what they're there for right i I personally believe that if you're in a relationship that person that you're in a relationship with is to be there to make you a better person not try to fix you right you're you want to be in a relationship where that person is making you a better person right you want to be better for that person you want to give the best version of yourself to that person because without them doesn't really matter right you're you're not looking for someone to fix you or to solve uh, somebody else's mistakes from the previous uh, relationship or past that's not what your current relationship is for your current relationship is for you to find that person where you want to walk through life together Right. And I think one of the biggest things that people don't do uh, or try to do, sorry, uh, is they force it. 
they try to force a relationship on somebody or they try to skip steps or they don't, you know, check all the boxes um, before they go into that next step in their relationship. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, it happens on its own. Right. I think one of the biggest things um, in terms of my own life experiences, it's got to be patient. You have to be patient because when that right person comes along, you're 100 percent going to know it because it's all just going to happen naturally. There's not going to be anything forced. Usually it's a time where you're least expecting it because everything's going so well in your life that this person that you randomly just met um, is going to fulfill everything else that you need. And I think that's super important. Um, and I think one of the keys of being in a relationship is knowing that you want to be with this person, right? You are making an honest choice because you want to be with them, not because you have to be with them. And I think that's super important. Um, I think with any relationship that anyone goes with, you want to make sure that you want to be with that person and you don't need or you have to be with them, right? And I, I think some people... Especially, I feel like a little, some of the younger people that I've talked to, they're more worried about status and things like that. And it's not about status. You know, you want to be with that person because it's how they make you feel. They make you feel like they're the only person in the room or in the world or whatever the case is. That's what I think one of the most important things is you, you generally want to be with that person. Um, because without that, you know, you know, what, what are you guys doing? You know, if you feel like you have to be with somebody and your life revolves around them, there's a, and from my own perspective, and you can disagree with me if you want to, then I feel like there's an underlying issue within yourself. Because my biggest thing is this, I am in a relationship and I love my girlfriend, right? And it's a certain point for me where I know that I want to be with her. There's no doubt in my mind. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, like I said, it's not, I don't feel as though I have to be with her. She wants to, she makes me a better person. And that's the relationship that I want to continue to be in because I want to be with them. Now, you know, if there was ever a point in time, God forbid that I, I decided I not want to, then that's a different story. But, you know, you, I feel as though people that have successful relationships um, do a lot of different things well and a lot of small things that a lot of people don't do. Prime example, right? I'm sure a lot of us have met somebody for the first time and you start dating and things like that. And you get to a situation where you're doing everything in your power to, you know, be impressive and, you know, you, you do the whole flowers thing and going on dates and all the, you know, public display of affection and all of these things really grasp their attention. They want to get their attention, right? But then it, it's so weird because you, I think we've all seen that at some point, right? Where after you get a couple months in, after you get out of that honeymoon stage, as people like to say, it starts to, people start going by the wayside and you see the true colors, right? I think it's funny. Um, and, I, and I think it's this, I, I personally believe if people put the same effort in at the beginning, um, that they do towards the middle, like past that honeymoon stage. And even as the relationship goes on to years, um, nothing's going to change, right? You're still going to have that fire in the relationship. You're still going to want to have, you're still going to have all of those emotions. You're still going to go out of the way to make sure everyone feels well. And I feel as though if people continuously go out of their way to help, you know, or not help, sorry. If people go out of their way to make that special person feel good, I, I, it sounds, I don't know if you believe me or not, but I feel as though there wouldn't be any end to relationships, right? You know, people, people want to be made feel good by the people that they care about. And if we're doing all the small things at the start and we continue to do those throughout the course of the relationship, in my head, why would anything change? Right. And I obviously, I understand, right. 
life comes in play, there's work and other obligations and we get tired and, you know, things like that. I understand that completely. But what's wrong with you even coming together collectively and scheduling out a time where you guys have date night or, you know, for all my guys out there, you got somebody special. You know, it doesn't take much just to put a little notification in the phone, you know, buy, buy, buy my girl a little bit of flowers. Right. And, and it's the small things that go a long way. Or it could be just to shoot them a text and let them know what they're thinking about them, right? Now, ladies, don't get don't get it twisted. It could be the same thing on your end, right? It could be a small little text, right? Saying that, hey, I'm thinking about you. Hope you're having a great day at work or whatever the case is, right? It's those small things that go a long way. Now, um, I think one of the biggest things when it comes to relationships is bridging the gap. And what do you, what do you think I mean by bridging the gap? You have, and think about it, right? You have two people that have probably no relationship besides meeting each other for the first time that's it right so you have different views on opinions um different interests probably different upbringings how you were raised uh different backgrounds different circle of influences friends groups music sports uh political topics whatever right and i think the biggest thing when it comes to relationship is taking that yin and that yang if they are different and being able to tie them together um to make what i think that's super hard because um you don't have to be you don't have to agree to be in a relationship with somebody right you could have different political views you could have different tastes in music whatever right but at the end of the day does it make it easier for sure I'm not gonna lie to you say that it doesn't but it's not necessary right um, I could be in a relationship with somebody and I'm a huge sports guy, sports my entire life, soccer specifically. I love the NFL, football, NBA, all that fun stuff. And I could date somebody that doesn't like that. And that's completely fine. Right. Um, I personally think when you're in a relationship, it's always good to take a interest in what the other person does, because at the end of the day, if they're passionate about it, they're going to talk to you about it. And if you want to make sure that, you know, whether you like it or not, right, you want to make sure that they can come to you about those things. Because the last thing that anyone wants is for them to go to somebody else where, you know, you're that number one support system and you're trying to help them and things like that, but they go to their friends and now you feel left out, right? So I think it's always important that you do take an interest in what your significant other likes whether you disagree with them or not, right? They're passionate about it. That means the world to them. They probably had an upbringing with it. So at the end of the day, if they're passionate about it, I have to be passionate about it, right? To an extent. So prime example, right? My girlfriend is huge into cheerleading, right? I, before I met her, had no clue about it. I have absolutely no clue. I couldn't tell you. Only experience I have with cheerleading is when I played high school football, there were cheerleaders on the sideline. Outside of that, I had no clue, right? But being in the relationship, you know, it's important to me that I have some type of understanding with her on how it all works with the competitions and the choreographies and the music and the relationships and the organizations and things like that. For me, it, even though I know probably nothing about it, it at least makes me feel good that she could at least talk to me about it, right? Now, for how long, you know, that's a whole different topic, but it allows me then to at least be engaged with what's going on because the last thing that I want is to be left out on something because it's something that's important to her. Same thing goes the opposite way. I played soccer my entire life. I played soccer professionally, whatever, right? And I watch soccer almost, you know, <laughs> as much as I can. And to be fair, she's not a big soccer person, but she will still be there and 
either watch soccer with me, ask me questions how the game works, or at least be in the same room. It's not like she's going to walk out and watch something else, right? So those are all things that are important. Um, and you have two separate backgrounds, right? You have different ways of that you were raised as an individual. And think about it, as you get to that age where you're starting to have that, you know, that next step conversations in terms of getting a life together, moving in together, getting married, have, having kids, all the other person knows is what they were brought up on, right? So I feel like a lot of people get in these arguments or discussions because they're just like, well, that's not right because I was raised like this. Well, you have to remember they weren't raised the same way you were. And you have to remember that, right? You're going into something mutually with someone that doesn't have the same maybe ideologies of you on how to raise children, you know, how to keep your house, how to keep your apartment, uh, things like that. And even I think one of the biggest things in terms of relationships, when you get to that stage is finances, right? How are you financially literate um, to make sure that both of you guys are in a point where you guys can succeed and thrive together? All those are tough conversations, but they're conversations that need to be had. That's where the adult comes in, right? That's where, uh, you know, you don't want to try to, and I know it's hard for a lot of people and something that I had to learn myself, is taking emotion out of it and having an adult conversation and being able to really figure out what the other person's interests are, what they need, how they were raised, and figure out a collective way to come together without arguing to come up with a solution. I think that's super important. I think in terms of relationships, communication is literally the biggest thing. If you guys have a great relationship with your, or sorry, a great communication with your significant other, more times than not, you're not really gonna fight. Because if you can have a sit down adult conversation and not start getting, you know, feeling some type of way in terms of personal attack or whatever, it's gonna make the conversation so much easier. And you guys are both gonna be in a situation where you don't have to worry about it. Um, and I think that's probably one of the biggest things. Communicating on a lot of different avenues is, is one of the big foundations in terms of having a successful relationship. And obviously we know with the trust and the love and you know things like that are also important as well, but I think communicating is huge, right? And I, I think um, for my friends that do the long distance relationships, I think communication is probably one of the biggest things, especially if you're crossing time zones, right? You know, people go to bed at different times, wake up at different times and, um, I don't want to call it or put it in a negative connotation that you have to sacrifice time. But at the end of the day, you have to sacrifice time to make, especially a long distance relationship work. I don't think there's there's nothing, especially if you live in Philadelphia and your significant other lives on the West Coast, you got a three hour time difference. That's that's huge, right? Three hours is big because nine o'clock on the East Coast or 10 o'clock on the East Coast when you're about to go to bed is seven o'clock dinner time on the West, right? You know, and then waking up. 7 a.m. on the East Coast is 4 a.m. on the West, you know? So the time zone thing is also super important and having that clear communication. And I think for me, schedule um, is important that people have to really kind of go about because if you don't have that, um, it's constant fighting and bickering and arguing about things that could be easily just talked about just having that pre-conversation, right? If you have FaceTime, right? When can we set aside time to FaceTime? Because obviously you want to physically see that person. Right, obviously they can't be with be there with you, but setting time aside throughout your day to make sure that person that's across however many miles is feeling loved and appreciative, I think is super important. Also setting aside time to travel to go visit, right? Obviously long distance is hard in itself, but not being able to see that person's tough uh, tough uh, as well. You know, setting literally setting that so that time aside to talk and it could be anything, just talking about your day, what's going on at work 
you know, friends, circle of influences, family, all those things are important. And I think one of the biggest things in terms of relationships is people want to feel appreciative from their significant other. They want to feel loved. They want to feel as though um, they matter and that they're important to them. Right. And that could be shown in so many different ways. Now, you know, everyone has their own love language and things like that and how they like to be talked to and what makes more sense to them. Some people like gifts, some people, some people like time, right? All of those things are really, really important in terms of the relationship, right? And I think one of the biggest things, uh, relationship is, like I said, making the other person feel special in whatever way or shape that is, um, but I think it's also interesting, right? Because as, you know, relationships, as people get older, um, you know, obviously, you know, for myself, I'm young, um, but I know, obviously, I talked about before, parents are getting older, things like that. And I think one of the biggest things that, you know, result in breakups or divorce or whatever is at the time where parent or, you know, younger people lose their parents to old age. Um, and that's tough, right? You know, you, you're, you've had that, that rock uh, of a parent for the longest time. And then now you're at a point now where you establish your life, you're taken after them, they're gone. And to overcome that tragedy is tough because everyone deals with that differently. And I think for the significant other that's watching it is never easy. You never want to see somebody you care about or that you love go through such a tough time, especially when it comes to loss of a loved one. And I think people deal with that on so many different ways. I think one of the biggest things is you have to just listen. Right. There are some people who are going to be ones that just vent and they're upset and they're crying and they just need somebody to listen to, not say a word and be able to really comprehend what's going through their head because that's how they deal with it. I think there's other people who literally need your help. Right. There are people that are going to rely on you for a certain amount of time to help them get through this because you are now their new rock. You are now the new support system. You know, there you are the person that's helping them get through this time. And then there are um, other people that you kind of have to just stay back and let them do their own thing and let them come to you. I'm one of those type people. Anytime that something's bothering me or, you know, I'm struggling with something like I'm the person where like if I'm if I want to talk to you, I'm going to talk to you about it. Right. And and then I'm just like, I just want you just to shut up and listen so I can vent about, you know, the stuff that's bothering me. Um, But, you know, I think one of the things even for me as a person is I I never want to be that that guy that's like. You know, I, I don't want to take out my anger, frustration on my significant other. I think that's one of the worst things that people do is like they take out their frustration on their significant other for, you know, whatever. They just they, your your significant other is the punching bag, right? That's what the gym's for, you know, or something that you can take and use into a constructive way to burn all that energy or, or frustration. And I think that's super important is that like you realize that your significant other is there to support you, is there to help you, but they're not there to take the abuse from you. Right, they're there to be, you know, your your right hand man or right woman man, um, and you're walking through life together. You know, I think one of the biggest things that sometimes people forget that this is an even playing field. Right, the street is 50-50. This isn't like a 75-25 type thing. And obviously, you know, the dynamics change and the relationships are different from person to person and couple to couple. But for me, you know, I I honestly believe relationships are a 50-50 split. So you know. If we're doing things together, you know, we're doing things together. You know, we're, we're spending the money together. We're, we're saving the money together. We're, we're, you know, trying to organize things and keep things clean together. Not one's doing everything and the other person's doing nothing. Because at, at some point, there's a sense of resentment. Like, why am I the only one cleaning up? I'm sure we all have that conversation, right? Why am I the only one cleaning up all the stuff around the house? Or why am I the only one doing X, Y, Z? It happens all the time, right? But I think relationships are super big and super important that you have that conversation.
you have that ability to really make a difference uh, to the people that are around you uh, because relationships are special, right? You're, you're coming together uh, and you're agreeing to be with somebody because you see something in it that makes you a better person. And I, I can't harp on that enough that it's super important that, you know, as a, as a unit, you guys work together, um, you know, bringing those two separate backgrounds, like I said before, together makes the relationship so much easier. Now, kind of going off a topic that I talked about, right? When you have somebody that comes from a different background, when you have somebody that comes from a different upbringing, right? Their mentality is just completely different. And, it's, and that's not easy, right? You're, you're, cause you're so used to how you were brought up and what's right and what your parents taught you was right. But you realize that somebody that you're dealing with thinks opposite. How do you deal with that? It's a good question. It's a very good question. Now, my answer to that would be, like I said before, have the conversation and understand the reasoning why, right? And I think the reason why is probably one of the biggest things that people don't really dive into because people don't do things for no reason, right? People don't act for act a certain way for no reason. They do it because more times than not, it was a previous experience that set them one way or the other, or they had somebody close to them go through that experience, which had their mindset one way or the other, right? So at the end of the day, it's not your fault. Prime example, say you're dating someone, right? And the last relationship they had, there was infidelity, uh, cheating, whatever, that gives them trust issues, right? Now, you're having to deal with the backlash from a previous relationship, because you just got a relationship with them. That's tough, right? That is not easy one way, shape, or form, because now, if you feel as though you're walking on eggshells just to prove that you're a loyal person, that you're not going anywhere, right? And that's not easy because you're trying to make up for somebody else's mistakes. And you see that all the time, right? You have people going through your phones and you know having to ch- pop up and check up on people, things like that. That's a lack of trust, right? Or a situation where you might have your own insecurities, whether it's physically, you know, like how you look, um, you know, whatever, right? And I, we all deal with certain type of insecurities, right? We all do that. The last thing that you want to do is put those insecurities on somebody else, right? Because I know a lot of people have problems and they and they want to look a certain way. And I get that, right? First line of coaching that I'll say, love yourself first. Like I said before, you have to take care of yourself before you can take care of somebody else. You have to love yourself first before you can love somebody else, right? You have to love everything that you are. And there's no need for you to change who you are to impress someone. I'm gonna keep it 100. Why Why would you ever need to change who you are to make somebody else like you, right? Because now are you really being your true self? Now, I'm not saying that obviously, you know, if you're on, you know, you wanna do a change for yourself and be the better person and things like that, 100%, I'm all for that. Don't think that's a bad thing whatsoever. But I think it's super important that we make sure that we know who we are, what we come from or where we come from, and that the right person is going to like me for me, right? I'm not going to have to change who I am, what I do, or anything like that just to impress someone because at the end of the day, if you stop doing that, then they're going to stop loving you, right? And it's weird because people think that like, oh, I can put on this false facade. No, this person is really going to like me. Once I got them, I can stop doing that. And then, then you start running into problems here and there because you know, you're giving them a false sense of hope or a false sense of who, who you really are because... You told them for the first, you know, two months that this is who you are, stuff like that. Then once people get comfortable, right, they stop doing those things because that wasn't who they really were to begin with. Now we're just like, well, 
obviously, yeah, I like you, but I like you for who you were doing earlier, right? And it's and it, it not that I'm sound like a mean person, but at the end of the day, I don't want to give somebody a, a fake version of me. I'm going to give you exactly who I am. And if you fall in love with this person, guess what? We're going to, it's going to be awesome, right? But the last thing that I'm going to do is act like I'm somebody that I'm not. You fall in love with that person. And then when I go back to what I've known my entire life, which is what people do, right? They go back to what they know. And then we start having problems, start getting into fights, start getting issues. It's not because, you know, you changed. It's because like I was, wasn't the person who I really wanted you to, who I thought I wasn't the person or that for you to, who perceived, if that makes sense, I think I said that wrong, but you know, you perceived me as a different person than actually who I was. And I think that's super important for a lot of people is making sure that you're falling in love with the right thing. Now, going back to dealing with tragedy, because at some point in time, there's always something that's going to happen, right? Losing a job, family member, whatever. It's going to be important that you're there for that person, right? And you're there in every way, shape, or form, right? Because at that point, they need you. I think it's super important that being together, there's an understanding that, you know, when somebody is dealing with something, especially when it comes to family or friends, that you're there for them um, at any way, in any way possible. And I honestly believe this, and I, I actually attribute this back to relationships, and I actually got this from my boss. Um, people are always looking for development, right? Just like people are always looking to get in a relationship. They're always looking for that person, right? Now, say you found that person, right? Just because you found that person doesn't mean that person isn't still looking for development, right? Or you can call it attention or whatever, appreciation or things like that. Now, I honestly believe, and if you guys think I'm wrong, please shoot me a message uh, on my email. But once that person stops getting the development, the appreciation, the love that they've gotten before, that doesn't stop. That doesn't mean they stop looking for it, right? And that's where people, I think, get confused because as human beings, we're always looking to improve ourselves, right? I mean, think if I'm wrong, please let me know. But I'm pretty sure even for myself, I'm always looking to try to get to that next level, whether it's personally or in my relationship or financially or whatever, we're always looking to take that next step in our lives. Now, going back to specifically on relationships and being with somebody, people are always looking for the development. And if they stop getting it from you, more times than not, they're going to get it from somebody else, right? And I think the most important thing is understanding what your significant other needs and how you continuously give it to them, right? I think it's super important that, you know, if somebody is looking for the appreciation of the love or just that they know that they're being thought about, doesn't take nothing but five seconds to shoot them a text once every other couple of days and think, hey, babe, I'm thinking of you. Love you. Hope you have a great day. Talk to you when you get home, right? That's it. Me saying that took maybe three seconds. Right, but that could change someone's you know day for the better. I think that's super important, right? And I and and like I said before, don't stop doing the little things, right? If for you, if you're if you're a woman, right, and you're and you're big on taking care of yourself, if you're a guy and you're big on taking care of yourself, whether that's eating right, eating healthy, going to the gym, keeping that morning routine, don't let somebody else change that for you, right? They're they they're probably more attracted to you because of that i think that's super important right even for me like i'm i've been a physically active guy my entire life i've been dedicated to my work and um, i'm self-motivated things like that and for me that's something that i'm not going to change i'm going to keep doing that because i 
you know, one that makes me feel good as a person. If I'm feeling good, then I know my relationship is going to be better because, like I said before, I'm taking care of myself first before I can take care of somebody else. All those boxes are checked off. I'm there mentally. I'm there physically, psychologically, career-wise, financially. I'm taking care of myself first, so I know that I can take care of somebody else. The last thing that you want to do is be in a bad spot financially. And then try to put yourself in debt for somebody else. That's like buying a house and being house broke, right? You have it, but you have nothing inside of it, right? You want to be uh, in a situation where you live within your means, but you still can be able to support somebody else. Because, like I said, when you guys get together and you get married, and uh, the socials come together, and the credit scores come together, and things like that, right? Financially, I mean, listen, I'll be honest with you. You don't want nobody has bad credit. I don't want them has bad credit. Right? That's gonna affect my credit, right? Selfishly, you know, I got to make sure that I'm taking care of myself. So when I do get to that point in my life, you know, I'm helping her, or she's helping me, or we're helping each other get to that next level, right? And there's so many different things that go into that, and people don't realize that when you take that next step in your life, how much really goes into it. And you know, whether you believe what I say, don't believe what I say, believe I'm Dr. Phil, or I'm just, you know, you know, just speaking out my butt. At the end of the day, give it a try, right? You give it 30 days. And whether you're the guy or you're the girl or whatever, and you're going out of your way to make sure that person feels good, I guarantee you your relationship will take to another another height. Because if they feel good, you're going to feel good at the end of the day, right? If you're going out of your way to make sure that they feel appreciative, at some point they're going to catch on and they're going to do the same thing back to you, right? Like I said, it's a fifty-fifty street. You know, you send that positive energy, that positive energy is going to come back to you tenfold. Right, and I think whether you're in long-distance relationships, really take that time to set aside to make sure that you are having those conversations and you are keeping up on what your significant other is doing. I think all that is super important because if you're not, I'm telling you from I'm telling you, like I said, if they're not getting it from you, at some point they're going to try to find it from somebody else. If they're mature enough, they're at least going to let you know that hey, I'm unhappy with X, Y, and Z, and you got to have that conversation. Right, but I think one of the biggest things is you have to be able.、Uh, To do the little things that you did at the beginning and continue them through the relationship,、uh, but yeah, I love, I love, love, love when I see people that have been together for multiple years. One of my best friends just got married,、uh, and now they're、uh, they're expecting a baby. I think in December, and that's awesome, right?、It's、just seeing their path kind of go from just beginning college to now is unbelievable. You know, people that I care about deeply, and as my other friends are growing. Um, getting to that next step in their life, and people are getting engaged and having kids and getting married—it's a wonderful thing, right? And I hope all of my friends、um, much success. They're, they're consistently getting better, they're getting healthier,、uh, their relationships are growing, and they continue to do those small little things. And like I said from the jump, is you have to communicate. You know, if you're not communicating with your significant other,、uh, it's not—it's not, not going to happen whatsoever. So making sure that you definitely do that. Uh, is super important. Now, before I close out this segment on relationships for this week,、uh, I definitely want to shout out my man Greg Keys, owner of Fireball Barbecue Corp. Incorporated.、Uh, check out their website, fireballbbqco.square.site. All of your catering needs, right? I know we got、um, we got Labor Day coming up in a couple weeks, right? I know people are going to be grilling out, having a barbecue. My man has all the ribs, all the pulled chicken, all the pulled pork. Get some great barbecue sauce as well. I'm telling you that habanero, oof, blueberry habanero barbecue sauce, unbelievable. Give it a try for sure. And just to close out, guys, like I said, I'm no guru. 
I'm not a relationship, ex- a relationship expert. I'm not Dr. Phil. I'm not Mari. I'm not Jerry Springer, whatever you want to call it. But leaving, leaving you guys with this communication, right? Make sure you're communicating with your significant other, uh, whether it's daily, weekly, whatever, just make sure you guys are on the same page. If someone's unhappy, there's a reason why they're unhappy. And I'm sure they're trying to tell you in different ways, but there are ways that might resonate with you. So sometimes it's all about having that conversation, right? And really understanding why they're feeling a certain type of way and how you guys can come together um, and fix it, right? And it's not about it's not about a personal attack, right? This is somebody who is literally wants to be in the relationship, trying to make it work trying to do all the right things but for some reason it's not clicking it's okay to have a conversation i definitely highly recommend communicating as much as possible right uh making sure that you're taking time out for yourself right love yourself first before you can love somebody else and don't rush it right that certain person is going to come along when you least expect it but if all of your ducks aren't in a row it's always going to fall by the wayside because something's going to be lacking in your point of life which is going to then inhibit your relationship which means it's going to fall apart all right, now, if you're in a longest relationship, like I said, sacrifice that time to make it work. Um, whether it's Zoom, FaceTime, whatever it is, right? Make that make that person feel special, no matter how far away they are, and take the time to travel to go see them, take the time to go FaceTime with them, whatever you need to do to make sure they feel appreciated and loved, it's important, right? And it doesn't take much just to send some flowers, guys or girls, or, you know, whatever the case is, how you guys have your love language, it's super important. Um, and then if your significant other is ever going through a tragedy, make sure that you're there for them, right? I know that we get busy with life and work and, you know, all the extracurricular activities and things like that, but make sure you listen. I think one of the biggest things that people forget to do is listen, right? You have two ears and one mouth. Listen double as you should be talking, right? Help when needed. Right. If someone's struggling with something, make sure that you're there to help them as much as possible and be their rock. Right. Be the person that they can rely on at any at any uh, at any notice. Right. And if they're on a rampage, listen, they're going to call you eventually or they want you to be there. But like I said, all of this comes back to the communication uh, when it comes to your relationship. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for joining in again for this week. Hope you guys have a blessed rest of your week. Stay strong, stay safe, stay blessed. Uh, And we'll see you next week for episode five. Have a great day, guys.